Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of What Do I Know, where pop culture meets politics. Um, I want to say, you know, happy um, Memorial Day or Labor Day or whatever the fuck day today is. Um, I can never remember which one is Memorial Day and which one is Labor Day, but happy three-day weekend. We're not going to get another, like, holiday until fucking Thanksgiving, so enjoy this little three-day weekend that we got. Um, you know, it was nice to have today off, you know, I'm still getting used to being off on holidays and getting paid because I worked shitty part-time jobs for so long and everybody knows part-time jobs do not pay you for holidays. Like the most they'll do is give you time off. I mean, give you time and a half, which is like, you know, whatever. But anyway, so yeah, it was nice to be off today. Um... Yeah, I'm sorry. I know if you follow me on Instagram, I had said that I was going to post an episode yesterday, but I really wasn't feeling it. Like, so I'm posting one today. Um, So yeah, so here we are. Um, I hope everyone had a relaxing weekend. You know, the kids were off from school and we were off from work. So that's good. So yeah, let's uh, let's jump right into it. So first off, we're going to talk about politics. So I didn't do any politics the last episode. But can't I can't not do politics today. There's just so much that's happened. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the Afghanistan issue. So if you guys don't know, back in like mid-August, I want to say it was like August 15th, um, the Taliban took over Afghanistan. And so, you know, if, if you don't know, um, basically the U.S. has been in Afghanistan since 2001, since 9-11, so 20 years. Um, we've occupied Afghanistan, you know, fighting the Taliban and all that stuff. Um, and so the last couple of years, I know they've been talking about, you know, getting the troops out of there. Like, you know, I guess it's like enough. So they're like taking the troops out. So <sighs> mid-August, the Taliban basically literally took over the capital of Afghanistan. So when they took over the capital, literally the capital fell. So basically, Afghanistan is now in the Taliban's um, control. And so the U.S. has evacuated a lot of the troops and a lot of the um, U.S. citizens and Afghanistan, you know, a lot of Afghanistan people also. And so um, then on the, I want to say it was like the 26th or something of August, so like a week later, um as they were evacuating people, a bomb went off in the Kabul airport. <clears throat> I want to say it was the airport in Kabul, in, in Kabul, which is the um, the capital. And so that like injured and it killed 13 U.S. military members and injured, you know, dozens. Um, it was actually two bombing attacks, it looks like, outside of Kabul's airport. And so, you know, yeah, it's injured a lot of people and killed 13 um, military people, U.S. military. And so the situation is just really crazy right now in Afghanistan. And a lot of people are, a lot of people are not happy. Like, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm not going to lie. I don't know a lot about what's going on, but I just know that a lot of people are not happy with Biden. Um, you know, he's being criticized for the way he's handled the situation. Um, and people are are also not happy because, you know, we were in Afghanistan for 20 years. Like that's like the U S longest war, 
20 years is a long time. Literally, we have been in Afghanistan for as long as my little brother has been alive. My little brother is 20. He was born in 2001. So, you know, it's the whole situation has taken a lot of time and money and lives. You know, thousands of, of military people have died um, in this whole Afghanistan-like situation. So it's just kind of a crazy situation going on right now. Um, so yeah, I don't know. So they've evacuated a lot of people, but I, I think I was seeing that like there are still people still stranded there. Um, so we're not really sure what the next steps are going to be. But it's a scary situation. It's a sad situation. And all we can really do, you know, is, I, I mean, pray. Like, I don't know, you know, what else to say. But I just hope things get, you know, better. But, yeah, so that's what happened there. Um, next up in politics, <clears throat> we're going to talk about the Texas abortion ban. Actually, before we talk about that, let's do Hurricane Ida. Because I want to leave, I want to do the Texas ban a little after. So, uh, like what last week, Hurricane Ida made landfall in the U.S. Um, let's see, Hurricane Ida made landfall in the U.S. Um, she literally ripped through Louisiana, Mississippi, all of those southern states. They got fucked. Um, I'm seeing it wasn't as bad as Katrina. You know, everybody remembers Hurricane Katrina in 05. Um, Ida was apparently even stronger than Katrina but um it looks like her the damage was not as much as Katrina but it was still a lot like a lot of people have been displaced a lot of people have lost their homes their businesses um there have been dozens of lives that have been lost um and so after she went through after Ida went through the south she kind of came up she hit Maryland kind of New York got a lot a lot of states up some of the states up north got a lot of Ida as well um, I'm in Virginia and thankfully, well, at least where I am in Virginia, we really didn't get get anything crazy. We just got a lot of rain and stuff. But, um, yeah, so, you know, dozens of people have died in, um, in Ida's wake. So, you know, um, right now it's all about rebuilding, you know, Louisiana is trying to rebuild again. And, you know, there's been a lot of conversations, like I know on Twitter, <clears throat> they were just talking about, you know, what, like. It, there was a, just a conversation about like, you know, with all these hurricanes, there's always so people that are stranded. Like on Twitter, I've seen so many people putting their address that they're trapped in their attic and all this stuff. And it was just very heartbreaking to see that because you feel helpless. It's like, what can I do other than like retweet it, you know? But um, it's just interesting. I guess I don't really understand how like hurricanes work, but I don't understand why in 2021, this is still happening. Like why people are still being stranded during a hurricane. And I know people like to say, oh, well, they could have evacuated. They didn't evacuate. You know, evacuation is not easy. Number one, you you need a car. Like, that's number one. Number two, you need somewhere to go. Like, you can't just, like, you can't just drive just to drive. Like, if you don't have anywhere to go, where are you going to evacuate to? So, you know, a lot of people are just saying, like, oh, they didn't evacuate. Like, they deserve, you know, whatever's coming. And that's really fucked up. Because if you've never been in that position, you don't even understand the logistics and the money that goes into evacuating somewhere. So I just like pray for the people of Louisiana and New York and everywhere. I was seeing on Twitter, the videos in New York, how the subways were flooded out. I saw some videos of like the rats 
swimming that literally disgusted me because I I cannot stand rats like the sight of a rat would just make me want to like jump out of a window like rats are so dirty and disgusting like that's why anytime I go to New York I never take the subway ever I think I took the subway one time when I went to New York I never take the subway I uber everywhere I don't care like it's just disgusting down there and it was gross just seeing people like wading through the water there was one guy that went viral because he was like floating in the water on like a little like floaty device and it was like you think you're cool but you actually look fucking stupid and you're probably gonna catch some disease because that water was not clean water that was like a mixture of like new york sewage and like i don't even want to fucking know what was in that damn water but anyway so yeah but yeah so right now it's all about rebuilding and my heart definitely goes out to the people of, you know, everyone that was affected by Ida. Um, so yeah, so that was Hurricane Ida. So then last of all, um, politics. I want to talk about the Texas abortion ban. So if y'all don't know, Texas, I'm trying to find the article. Texas um, passed their the abortion ban on September 1st. So last week, a law, sorry, was passed in Texas. And um, it's called the Heartbreak Act. And it was introduced to the Senate and the the House of Reps in March. And basically what it is, it's a a ban on abortions. It's basically um, saying, you know, women can no longer receive abortions for a fetus that is like past six weeks. And, um, so if like, basically if you receive, if you get an abortion, you will be punished. And like the person that gives you the abortion, so the doctor will be punished. And not only the, the other part of it that's scary is that like, they're literally telling civilians, like, it's not even going to be like law enforcement that's in that's enforcing it. They're putting it on fellow civilians that if you know of anyone getting an abortion, you can like. What, what did they say? You can like, um, take legal action and like, I don't know if it's sue the person, but like you can get like up to $10,000 for turning somebody in that tried to get an abortion. Like <laughs> this is crazy. So basically it's being policed by citizens, not even fucking like government officials. Like it's, 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 it's ridiculous. So of course this has been like huge news. Everybody has been talking about it. Um, and I can just, you know, preface it and let anyone listening right now know that I am pro choice. I am 100% pro choice. I am pro do whatever the fuck you want because it's your life and it's your body and nobody has the right to tell you what to do with your body. Um, so if you are not pro choice and you're not going to like what I say, I would stop listening right now. So it's really caused a lot of controversy because it's just ridiculous that, this is even that we're even still talking about this you know roe versus wade which is like the original law that like you know allowed women to have abortions was passed in 1973 that was like almost 50 years ago like it's crazy that we're still dealing with women's bodies being policed it's like and it's just funny because all these pro-life people who tend to be conservatives preach that you know when it comes to wearing a fucking mask to not spread the goddamn coronavirus you guys want to talk about it's your body it's your choice but when it comes to a woman needing to get an abortion all of a sudden you have the right to police her body make it make sense 
It's not making sense. Like, I don't understand that thought process. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And it's like, there are so many reasons why a woman would need an abortion. There's just, there's a lot of reasons why, you know? And I don't think any of us have a right to tell any woman what they can do with their body. Are there women that use abortion as birth control? Hell yeah. I've heard of girls who every time they get pregnant, they abort it. And I'm not going to say that's necessarily right, but you know what? Again, it's your fucking body. Like I'm not going to, I'm never going to tell another woman what they can do with their body. I'm never going to tell anyone, even a man, but I just get worked up because it's just like this ban, this situation is going to fuck up so many women. You know, there's just, like I said, there's so many reasons why a woman would need an abortion. She could be raped. She could, it could be an incest thing. Uh, or you know what just even fuck all those crazy situations maybe the woman just doesn't want the fucking baby how about that like we shouldn't even have to even think about extreme situations like rape and all that stuff i think if a woman just says i'm i got pregnant and she got pregnant normal way it wasn't anything traumatic like rape or anything and she just doesn't want the baby she should just be allowed to not fucking have to have the baby i mean this is crazy that we're literally forcing women to give birth to a child that they do not want. And then what really gets me about these, like, I don't even say they're pro-life because y'all don't give a fuck about life. You don't care about life. You care about controlling people. Like all these little quote pro-life people, there are millions of children in the foster care system, in the US alone. We're not even talking about the world, in the US who are in the foster care system going through hell. Everybody knows the foster care system is shit, okay? These children are like in this in these shitty situations and I don't see any pro-life people doing anything about that. You ask a pro-life person, have you adopted any children? They'll look at you like, they'll look at you like, what? No, I've never adopted. Then shut the fuck up. It's like, you guys, you you guys make no sense. You want these women to have these babies. A lot of the time, if a woman also wants an abortion, it's because she can't afford a fucking child. Children are expensive. You're going to make her have this child. She can't afford the child. (sighs) Bro, y'all don't even want me to get started. Like, I just feel so strongly about this pro, you know, this abortion situation. Because I just think it's ridiculous that in the United States of America, we, we claim to be the most freest state in the world freedom and we're over here policing women's bodies in 2021 like what the fuck kind of shit is that but anyway that's what's going on there so you know right now it's a lot of uproar about it and it's just like I just really feel for a lot of the women in Texas right now and it's scary also because if Texas could get it passed what the fuck is gonna stop other states like especially other Republican states like it's really a scary situation. So I just, that's just, that's what's going on right now in Texas. Anyway, moving on. Um, we're done with politics. Now it's time for a drop it like it's hot topics. Um, so first off on drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot topics. Um, you know, sadly actor Michael K. Williams, he was found dead today in his New York apartment by his nephew um if you don't know who michael k williams is you know he's a very well-known respected actor 
he was in, you know, I think he's most known for the show The Wire. He was in The Wire back in the early 2000s, which was like a really iconic show. You know, he's been in a lot of different movies and shows. Um, very talented man. And he was found dead, you know, today. And I just couldn't believe it when I saw that. Like, that was crazy. They haven't revealed what he died from. So, you know, I just want to say rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. I want to, you know, send my condolences to his family and anyone that was close to him. Like, that's wild. He wasn't even that old. He was, like, in his 50s. Like, so may he rest in perfect peace. Um, Next up, also, I want to send my condolences to NeNe Leakes. Um, If y'all don't know NeNe Leakes, she is best known for being on Real Housewives of Atlanta. She um, was, like, she's literally like one of the original Real Housewives of Atlanta um, cast members and she's just so really one thing I'll say is she is iconic you know in the reality TV world Nene Leakes is an icon you know like and so unfortunately her husband Greg Leakes passed away this past week as well he passed away with cancer that was really hard to hear because I am I mean I used to be a really big Real Housewives of Atlanta fan. That was my favorite franchise for a while. That was the only like all black franchise. Every other franchise was like, you know, the white, all white. So I really enjoyed the Real Houses of Atlanta. And so, you know, Greg is like one of the best house husband, housewife's husbands ever out of all the franchises. He is, he always has Nini's back. He's never really done anything crazy to her. Like, Greg is literally, I feel like any woman's kind of, I mean, maybe not dream husband, but he was a really great guy. So, you know, may he rest in perfect peace. Um, that was sad to see. Um, next up, I want to wish Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter a very happy 40th birthday. My girl turned 40 years old yesterday. No, not yesterday. Saturday. Her birthday is the fourth. Yeah, Saturday. A Virgo queen. Um, she turned 40. Like, I can't believe Beyonce is 40 years old. That's crazy. You know, um, anyone that knows me knows I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I love Beyonce. And I feel like anyone that's not a fan of her, there's something wrong with you. I do feel like that. But yeah, I want to wish her a happy 40th. Um, wish her more life, more happiness, you know. She's an icon. And yeah, I hope she did something fun for her birthday. And I hope she shows us pictures. Um, next, I also want to wish Kobe, you know, y'all know how I feel about Kobe. Um, I want to wish Kobe Bryant a happy 44th birthday. He would have been, no, sorry, 43rd. He would have been 43 years old on August 23rd. That was his birthday. Um, you know, everybody knows, you know, this, uh, it's been about a year and a half since him and, and his daughter Gigi and the nine others on the plane passed away. So I just want to wish Kobe a happy 43rd birthday. Still pretty crazy that he's gone. Um, yeah. Next up, we got Drake, Drizzy Drake. Um, Drake's album dropped. I think it was on Friday. Yeah, Friday. His album Certified Lover Boy dropped. And um, it's gotten mixed reviews, but I listen to it and I personally like it, but I'm not really like you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not the best person to ask about music because I'm not like a deep thinker. Like, I don't really listen to the lyrics of songs. If it has a good beat and the hook is good, I like the song. So, and plus, I'm a huge Drake fan. 
you know, in my eyes, musically anyway, Drake can do no wrong. So yeah, Drake dropped his um, new album. It was called Certified Lover Boy. Um, people, we've been waiting for this album for a minute. Drake teased us with the album like back at the beginning of like 2020. <laughs> and um, so yeah, it was um, it was great. You know, um, the cover of the album was a little was interesting. It was like the um. The, like that emoji of the pregnant woman but it was like different like races of pregnant women I will say I didn't really like the album cover I thought that was a little weird I didn't really understand what this meant but of course people have found a way to meme it um I've seen very many variations of it um so you know as usual Drake does what he does best you know he's a master marketer so um yeah he dropped the album I think it has like 17 tracks on it it, it has it has some good songs. My favorite song is Daddy's Home. Is, is that what it's called? No, Poppy's Home. Yeah. Let me play y'all a little bit of it. Hold up. Y'all know YouTube and these fucking ads, yo. Fuck. Here it is. Yeah. So all my sons worldwide. All my juniors. I apologize for my absence. I know I left you without a name or job. I don't know how I expected you to get your cloud up and get your money up, but don't worry. Daddy's home. Turn me up. Yeah. Niggas know they need to stop. Outstanding. All right, y'all heard that. So I really like that one. That is probably my favorite song off the album. I also like it because towards the end, he brings Nikki in. Um, and he he says something like, you know, I'm going to call your mom. And Nikki comes. And everybody knows that's a reference because Nikki calls everybody her son. Um, meaning, you know, she is the originator. So every all these little rapper girls and boys, those are they're her sons. She's the mom. Let me see if I can find that part. I don't know where that part is. I don't know where it didn't come up. But anyway, yeah, so that's Daddy's Home. Um, so yeah, like I said, I really liked it. A lot of people on Twitter were mixed. Some people were like, it sounds like typical Drake. Drake, you know, he sounds the same. Listen, if it works, it works. Does this sound like all his other songs? Yeah. I mean, it's not really a switch up from his other albums, but I mean, I think it sounds good. I Again, I'm a big Drake fan, so I'm probably biased because I'm already a pretty big fan of his. But um, it do, it, to me, the, the, the album did what it had to do. It has hits. It's given us, you know, Instagram, IG captions for the next year and a half. So I'm already seeing them on Twitter. So yeah. Um, anyway, next up. Kanye, Yeezy Yeezy, Kanye Yeezy, also dropped his album. Um, he dropped his album. I think his came out this week too. I think. I'm. I was a little bit confused about Kanye's album because he had all these fucking album release parties, but then the album wouldn't drop. So I don't even know what day it came out. But I think it was this week as well. His album is called Donda. And if y'all don't know, Donda is the name of Kanye's late mother, Donda West. She died back in like, I think like, she's been dead for a minute. I think she died in like 07, 08 um, from 
she had plastic surgery and, you know, kind of went wrong. And so she passed away. And so, yeah, so he named it after his daughter, his late mother. Um, the album has 27 songs. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, 27 songs is a lot. Okay. Like, especially for like nowadays, like back in the day, songs used to ha- albums would have a lot of songs, but nowadays, I think the most I've ever seen of recent albums is like 10 songs, maybe 15 songs. I think Drake's album has like 15 or 16 songs, but yeah, there's 27 songs. I'll be real with y'all. I did not listen to Donda. Um, and I am a Kanye fan. Like, I like his old work. He, he Kanye West is a, is a musical genius. I can give him that. But in recent years, all of the stuff that he's done and said and just like how weird he is now, I just can't get with it. I just can't. Even the album releases that he had, the, the latest one, he brought out Marilyn. It's, I think it's named Marilyn Manson. I think that that rock guy, he's that fucking weird rock guy who has like a bunch of sexual assault cases against him right now. And he brought out the baby and it's like, he just does things for attention, which is no surprise. He is the husband of Kim Kardashian, you know, the both of them together are just literal attention whores. But anyway, so, you know, this is his out first album since 2019 his last album was uh jesus is king didn't listen to that shit either so yeah i have not listened to donda but i've heard donda i've heard it's not a great album like a lot of people don't really like it It, you know it's just not it's weird and then even the features he has he has like a lot of men there's no woman features like not even one male female rapper um but yeah, he has a lot of features. I'm trying to see like Jay-Z's on it, which that was kind of a big deal because, you know, everybody knows Jay and Kanye kind of fell out for a little bit. <sighs> yeah, I didn't listen to the album. Don't plan on listening to it either because it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I haven't even heard good things about it. But yeah, so Donda drops. So right now, like, you know, everybody's talking because, you know, everybody knows Drake and Kanye. They're kind of, they're beefing. They've been beef, beefing for a while. I don't really know if they're still beefing, but people are comparing the two albums. So far, so far Certified Lover Boy, which is Drake's album, has been doing really well. So, yeah. Anyway, next up, the movie Candyman came out last week. Um, Candyman is a remake of the 1990 movie of the same name, and it stars... Um, Mm, what the fuck? What is what's the name? It's it stars Yaya Abdul Mateen and Tayana Parrish. Paris, sorry. Let me tell you, I love Tayana. I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. Tayana Paris. She is a wonderful actress. She's a great actress. She's freaking gorgeous. I love her. And then Yaya is cool. He's okay. But I'm gonna be real, I did not like the movie. It came out last week. I'm trying to see. They said it made like over 20 million in the box office. So it did really well in theaters. Um, it did really well in theaters. Oh, sorry. It grossed 39 million in the US and Canada. <clears throat> it was, I don't know if it was like the number one movie, but um, yeah, it, it was a big deal because the um, director of the movie, um, is a black woman. I forgot. What is her name? Nia DaCosta. She was the director. 
And so the movie became, it made her the first black female director to have a film finish number one at the box office. So it was number one at the box office. So yeah, and and I really wanted to like it because I liked the, the stars of the movie and like obviously it's like a majority black cast. So I wanted to like it, but I just didn't really like it. I don't know. It was maybe because I didn't watch the original movie. So I really didn't understand what the movie was going to be about. But it was a weird movie. I'll just say it just wasn't anything that I liked. But, you know, I'm happy that it was number one. And I do encourage everybody to go watch it and, you know, see for yourself. So, yeah. Um, next up, um, Shikari Richardson. Let's uh, discuss little Miss Shikari Richardson. So, if y'all remember Shikari Richardson, she was that track star that got, like, eliminated from the Olympics because her ass could not put the fucking blunt down for two goddamn months. Um, she was the one that caused all that uproar because the Olympics, you know, they didn't allow her to compete because her drug test came back positive for weed. So recently, Shikari ran in the, um, I don't know what the fucking race was. It was like two weeks ago. So she ran against um, Elaine Thompson, who is the Jamaican track star, and um, a couple other women. I'm trying to see their names. But anyway, she ran against them. I'm not really sure what this race was for. I guess, okay, it was the Prefontaine Classic. Okay, it was a track and field meet in Oregon. So Shikari ran and came in dead fucking last. She ran against five other women, all of them black women, and she came in dead last. The winner was Elaine Thompson Hira, who is Jamaican. And then the second, I think the other two, the second and third place were also Jamaican. And so it caused a huge thing on Twitter because the thing about it is ever since Shikari became like in the news, she has not shut the fuck up. If you follow her on Twitter or if you even have a Twitter. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. If the if this if the podcast sounds a little weird, it's because I am recording... The way I'm recording is different from how I normally record. And I didn't realize the fucking thing ends at 30 minutes. So I've been talking and I didn't even realize it wasn't fucking recording. Anyway, what I was saying was with Shikari is that she came in dead last. And like she has this like air about her. And it's like, you know, I I was saying that I was mentioning how, you know, a lot of people were saying on Twitter, oh, y'all always want to humble black woman, black woman this. Y'all conflate issues. Like stop making everything about black women this is shikari specifically she needs to be humble you can't talk all this shit and then not back it up anyway i had played the video of her but i guess the fucking thing didn't record it let me find it again of after she won the race or sorry (laughs) lost the race uh give me a second here All right, so y'all heard that little spiel thing. Like, number one, nobody's really talking shit. You talk a lot of shit and don't back it up. Number two, since when do you brag about being the sixth fastest? What is sixth? <laughs> Girl, like, 
just take your L and go. That's that's just how I feel. You lost. Let it be a learning lesson. If you want, you can make the L stand for a learning lesson <laughs> instead of lost and go. And then what was also annoying is they were asking the winner who was um, Elaine Thompson Hira. They were asking her about Shikari. And it's like, why are you guys asking the winner about the loser? In what world do you ask the winner about the loser? But of course, they're asking her about that to one, start shit. And two, because Shikari has been in the media so many times recently. I mean, the whole situation was just interesting to me. And I just feel like I don't like how people, you know, if y'all don't know, like a lot of people are just making this about black women. And it's like, it doesn't even make any sense. She was racing fellow black woman. Is the issue that those women are not American because they're Jamaican? I don't understand why you guys are like conflating issues. Like at the end of the day, you can't talk shit and then not back it up. You look stupid. You talk all this shit, back it up. You didn't even come in third. You came in sixth. And then people are like, well, if she raced y'all, y'all couldn't beat her. But she's not racing us. That's irrelevant. I know Shikari could beat me. I can't even walk down the fucking stairs without breathing hard. So I know Shikari could beat me. But I, I don't claim to be a track star. You're racing your fellow track stars and you're losing. Make it make sense. But I digress. So yeah, that's what happened there. And then I think she even had a race recently that she came in fourth place. So it's like, bro, all right, I'm not even going to talk anymore. And then I think like, you know, some, um, they were asking, um, one of the other track stars, ah, uh, which I can remember her name, is, what her name is, Allison Felix. They like, she was on, um, Jimmy Kimmel and they asked her about um you know Shikari and the whole situation with her losing and you know Allison Felix had a very like in my opinion and in many other people's opinions that aren't fucking insane she had a pretty good response like she didn't say anything crazy so Shikari didn't really like what she said and I can't, what the hell did Shikari say? So uh, when, 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 um, when she was asked about Shikari and how, you know, how she was eliminated from the Olympics and all the stuff that's happened, like Allison Felix was like, you know, she's obviously been through so much and I hope she's supported. I hope that people rally around her. And she said a couple other things like that was like pretty positive shit. She didn't even say anything. But Shikari apparently didn't really like that answer. And she was talking, she was saying some shit on Twitter. The girl is just, I don't know. She just doesn't seem to have a great personality. And so, you know, I wish her the best. I really don't even want to hear about her anymore. Please be quiet until the next Olympics. Just stay down, work on getting better, work on not fucking smoking so you can qualify for the goddamn Olympics. And, and that's just it with that. Anyway, next up. <sighs> what we got um cardi but cardi cardi gave birth to a beautiful baby she had a boy on saturday the baby has the same birthday as beyonce like first of all that baby's already set up for success like yes his mom is 
Cardi B and his dad is uh, offset, so he kind of is already set up for success. But just the fact that he shares the same birthday as Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter, that baby's going to become something big. Like, I already know it. So yeah, so she gave birth to a baby boy. And I'm so happy. I can't wait for her to share pics. I did not realize it was good. I didn't even think it was going to be a boy. For some reason, I thought it was going to be a girl. I think because some some of her like pictures kind of made me think it was going to be a girl. But it was a boy. Um, people were saying, wow, that was fast. But y'all need to remember, Cardi did not reveal she was pregnant until she was like seven months pregnant. Like she was already pretty pregnant when she told us. She was like maybe six months along. So she didn't tell us from the beginning. So that's why it seems like, you know, it was fast. She was already pretty far along when, when she finally announced to us that she was pregnant. I mean, if you paid attention, it's kind of obvious she was pregnant because, you know, normally when celebrities take breaks in social media, it's because they're like having a baby or something. So yeah, but congratulations to her and Offset. I don't think they've revealed the baby's name yet. So that's, uh, that was exciting. I love babies. So, um, that was really cool. Um, what's next? Oh, next up. We're going to talk about Lizzo. Good old Lizzo Mizzo. Um, so if you don't know, recently Lizzo was like, you know, on Instagram crying about... So Lizzo and Cardi put out their new song, Rumors. And, you know, as usual, people were kind of, you know, talking shit about Lizzo and bringing up her weight and calling her fat and all kinds, just bullying her basically. And so Lizzo took to IG to cry about the situation. And if y'all don't know, this is not Lizzo's first time crying on Instagram. She's done it before. And, um, I just feel like Is it fucked up that people, you know, make fun of Lizzo and talk about her weight and all that stuff? Yes, it is. But I just feel like one, as a celebrity, that's just what comes with being a celebrity. You know, I'm sorry. When celebrities cry about like online bullying and stuff, it kind of annoys me because it's like, this is what you signed up for. This is just what it is. This is the world. And I just feel like if I was a celebrity, I wouldn't give a fuck. What broke ass niggas that I don't even know I don't know these people. You don't know these people. These are strangers. I don't know why you would care what these people think. But she was crying and going on about, you know, the fat shaming. And I think another issue with Lizzo is, you know, Lizzo's whole shtick ever since she kind of became mainstream was being fat and proud and happy about being fat. She mentions being fat every other goddamn day. You know, body positivity. I'm fat and I'm proud. And it's like, when you make that your whole shtick, That's all people are going to know you for, is that you're fat. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Even though I am also fat, I'm not one of those fat people that's like, oh my God, I'm fat and I'm proud. Like, I don't really believe in that. I actually believe that we all fat people should lose weight. That's a whole nother conversation that I'm not even going to bring up. But I just feel like, you know, when you make that your whole shtick and then now you're like worked up because people are always mentioning that, it's kind of like... Okay, you know, I don't know. I just, I just feel like Lizzo has always made that her thing. There have been other fat people that, you know, have become very successful and they don't even mention being big. Adele is probably one of the biggest artists that was big and she never really talked about being fat. I don't remember Adele. I mean, obviously now she's skinny, but like that wasn't her stick. Missy Elliott, 
you know, another one, she barely ever mentioned being big in my, that I can remember anyway. Like, Lizzo, you've made that your whole persona. So it's like now you're crying because it's like coming back to like bite you in the ass kind of. Like, I don't know. The whole thing was just like, it was just hard for me to feel bad. Like, I don't know. So, you know, I guess I could play a little bit of it. Hold on. But on the days I feel like I should be the happiest, it just, I feel so down. Y'all heard that, you know, thing. Um, and like I said, is it right that people make fun of her? No, it's not right. But you are not the first celebrity to be made fun of. Like that's something, it's common, you know? Not everyone is going to like you. And I just feel like when you're a celebrity, it's what you sign up for. It is. And to get on Instagram and feed into their hate for you, you're like making it worse. And once again, like I just, I'll reiterate, like when you make you being fat and proud and happy to be fat, your whole shtick, how do you get mad that people turn around and use that against you? If you're really proud of being fat, you wouldn't even mention it every five fucking seconds. Like, let's start there. You know, I can't, I, I'm sure she does feel insecure about being big, especially in the industry that she's in. So I think sometimes she like makes a big, I think sometimes she mentions it just to try to talk herself into thinking that she's happy. Like, I don't know. But, you know, I hope that she can overcome I hope that she can you know I don't know I don't really know what to say Uh, I just hope that she gets better and like she doesn't let these people bother her too much because again like I said I feel like when you sign up to be a celebrity that is what comes with being a celebrity you get teased so you know yeah anyway um last I think I talked about everything. The last thing, Nikki um, dropped pics of recent pictures of her and her son, Papa Bear. We still don't know his real name. Who knows what it is? And, well, also her husband was in the pics. I'm not even going to comment on Nikki's husband. That's just a whole nother. I should talk about that in the next episode. But anyway, um, those were very cute pics. I, Papa Bear is so cute. He looks like Nikki. And even today, Nikki and Rihanna were hanging out. And that was so cool because there was a point that Nikki and Rihanna were not cool. Like they unfollowed each other on social media. So I'm glad that they're back, um, you know, being cool. They're both Caribbean. Um, um, Rihanna's from Barbados and Nikki's Trini, Trinidad. So that's awesome that they were hanging out. So yeah, that's it for Drop It Like It's Hot Topics. Um, You know, for iffy rants. I'm just going to do a quick little rant just about like consistency. Um, You know, I just think the, it's very important to stay consistent in everything that you want to accomplish in life. It's like, I know that it can be hard to stay consistent. So like recently I lost, I've lost roughly about 50 pounds, roughly. Like I, I weigh myself from time to time. And according to the scale, it's about 50, but I feel like it's more. And I recently, what I really go by is I try on clothes that I own that don't fit. And I have a lot of clothes like that. And I tried some of them on yesterday or a couple days ago and they actually fit, which is like, 
it was literally the best feeling that they fit because like I bought this really cute dress last summer and when it came I was so sad that it didn't fit and so you know it really feels good to be finally losing the weight you know and so it's all about being consistent like ever since I've I, I told myself this year was going to be the year that I lose a significant amount of weight. My goal is like a little, my goal is like a hundred plus pounds. I need to lose about a hundred plus pounds. And so, um, it's been hard. I've been trying to lose weight since I was fucking born. Like literally I was 10 pounds at birth. So I've been trying to lose the weight since I was like a newborn baby. But, um, I would just say this year, you know, I was consistent, especially with the working out part. Like I've just been consistent it's to the point where going to the gym and working out is literally like it's like um second nature now. Like I feel weird if I if I go more than two days without working out. So, you know, definitely working out, staying consistent with that. My diet. Um, this time around, I instead of what I used to do was like I would just like only try to eat like salads and stuff. And that just didn't work because then I'd be hungry at the end of the day. So what I've been doing now is just like calorie you know, counting my calories. So I still eat what I want, but like less of it. So portion control and like counting the calories. And that's definitely helped out more than, you know, eating salads for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like that shit was fucking awful. I hate, I don't like vegetables. I can definitely say that. You know, I think, I mean, as I get older, I do like green peppers now. I didn't use like peppers when I was younger. I like mushrooms, but I, I don't really like vegetables. I like fruits, but fruit can also be kind of fattening and has a lot of sugar in it so yeah but anyway so I would just say being consistent about everything is the key to success like if you even ask most successful people or like people that you consider successful they'll tell you it was being consistent that's why I'm trying to be consistent with this podcast I'm trying to get more consistent with my stand-up literally everything that I really want to do I'm trying to stay consistent And so, yeah, that's my rant, you know, for everyone out there who has goals and plans that they want to, like, reach. It's all about consistency, y'all. So, yeah. Thank you for listening.